Does the channel provide value? Focus on the foundation. I am a travel vlogger. It's always about communication. Build those partnerships. What are the problems that you solve for your clients? Just being ahead on the technological side of things. Leading an organization. You not only want to survive, but you want to thrive. They said it wouldn't last, and they said that you can't drive profitable and incremental revenue through the affiliate channel. But here we are, 20 years later, and the affiliate channel is alive and kicking and generating profitable revenue for thousands of retailers across the globe. Hi, I am Jamie Birch, your host of the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast, where we talk to some of the industry's best and brightest about their careers, about leadership, and about how to drive profitable revenue through the affiliate channel. Hey, this is Jamie Birch, founder and CEO of award-winning affiliate marketing agency, JEB Commerce. Uh, today, I have an awesome guest, Tara McCommons. She is the current vice president of sales and marketing for Link Connector. So before I introduce our episode today, I want to talk about a resource we put together uh, last year that is pertinent to our conversation today, uh, but also uh, to a lot of what our advertiser clients and prospects are thinking about right now. And do coupon affiliates actually provide value? So last year I met with a ton of different networks and organizations to really look at the data. Instead of making an emotional decision about uh, coupons, let's look at the data. What is the data uh, state. So you can go to jebcommerce.com slash value and you'll get access to the report that includes data from Link Connector uh, and uh, Link Share, Commission Junction, Partnerize. All of those provided actual data on consumer behavior, uh, revenue, margins, new customer percentages, and things like that. So go to jebcommerce.com slash value to get access to this free report. Now, Tara and I have been friends for a really, really long time. Every conversation I look forward to today, actually yesterday, she was announced as one of the top 50 industry players from 2024 Performance In. So she is a global phenomenon, well-known around the world uh, and a key player in our industry. And today we get to talk about technologies that Link Connector provides that will help you incentivize affiliates, commission correctly, and even get non-traditional affiliates into your program in a really easy way. So if you're an advertiser that's looking to make sure you're commissioning on the right things, uh, or you are looking for non-traditional affiliates, influencers, content producers in, to get them into your program and become active. You definitely want to listen to this podcast. Uh, she goes into actual stories and data uh, from real world examples of using two of their technologies. So definitely listen to this. Let's just dive right into our conversation today. Well, I am so excited, Tara. Welcome to the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast. Thank you very much, Jamie. I am really excited to be on here and thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, no problem at all. And some really big news came out yesterday. So I don't know if I'm the first to congratulate you, but maybe the first on recording to congratulate you for being named one of the top Aww. 50 industry players on our entire planet for 2020. <laughs> thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I can say I was absolutely blown away and 
very, very honored. But yeah, when I saw the email, I did a double take. I was like, there's me. Um, So yeah, I was just completely blown away and humbled and just uh, amazed to be uh, included among so many brilliant minds in our industry and reading more about them and their stories and everything. Wow. Um, And it just is a testament to the innovation in our industry and the passion too. Um, It's clearly woven throughout our industry. So really, really great. Yes. Thank you very much. Well, it's well-deserved, and it definitely is uh, a list of who's who and some pretty amazing people. And, uh, you know, I want to definitely let you know that you definitely belong on that list. It's really exciting to see. We love you and everyone at at Link Connector is some of our best uh, relationships and some of the best people. So I am not surprised uh, with that at all. But in general... Uh, outside of that, how are you? How are things on your side of the country? Good. Yeah, doing well. Um, we are in North Carolina, so East Coast, and no complaints personally, professionally. Uh, very happy to be healthy. And uh, from a professional experience, gosh, what an industry to be in right now um, on the e commerce side. So uh, everything is going well. Um, there's definitely been some, uh, you know, setbacks, forward steps, um, backward steps, and just kind of navigating through that and helping our customers to do the same. Yeah. And how, uh, how are your customers responding in, um, to the pandemic? We're now, you know, what, eight, nine months into this, heading into uh, deep into Q4 right now. Um, what are you seeing? How are people responding? How, how are your clients feeling about uh, the next three months? So it's um, it's a mixed bag as far as um, the emphasis on the affiliate program. You know, it depends on the vertical. Uh, we absolutely have merchants that are already engaging. They've been engaging more so on the affiliate side, getting affiliates ready for Q4, already releasing some of the um, special promotions and stuff to generate awareness around seasonal products and deals. Um, So it's really, I think, vertical driven, Jamie. Um, The software vertical is very strong. Apparel is very strong. And anything in the food area of gifts, of course. Um, But we're definitely um, seeing merchants engage more that want to really drive affiliates forward and help them to know uh, how best to target the customer during this holiday season with all of the um, consumer behavior changing and everything too. Yeah, we're seeing, you know, a lot of similar things uh, and a lot more cooperation uh, across the the aisle sort of with advertisers and affiliates, you know, looking for data. What's what are consumers doing and how are they behaving? And and uh, but it's good to hear there's a lot of verticals on your network doing doing really well. You know, I've never heard the story of how you started at Link Connector and I have written down, became a star in the affiliate industry, but now you're a global phenomenon. Uh, so tell me the story of, of your career path. How did you get into affiliates? How did you, you find and start working with uh, Link Connector? 
Yeah, so just stepping back, um, well, actually, it will be 16, 16 years this month, as a matter of fact, um, that I have been oh, with wow. Link Connector. So uh, stepping back, um, my first steps of my career, uh, first decade, I guess, uh, started off in the financial industry, working for a large bank in their mortgage lending division. And uh, due to economic circumstances at that time, they ended up shutting down um, the mortgage banking division. So I uh, was in pursuit of a new job opportunity, which um, I had relocated with that company too initially. So that took me back to North Carolina and uh, I was fortunate to get into the telecommunications vertical, um, again, with a corporate company. And I missed the mortgage banking side of things, uh, the analytical side, uh, problem solving, and ended up getting back into that industry here in North Carolina and met my husband there. And knowing that we were going to be getting married, um, we didn't want to be in the same industry working. So I uh, pursued a different career path in the technology area. Uh, in this uh, area where we are in North Carolina, it's um, amazing, right, with technology companies and um, had a great experience on the B2B side uh, selling uh, computer hardware into enterprise companies. And then 9-11 happened. So that industry went through a very um, steep downturn and uh, got back into a new role in the um, mortgage industry, uh, again, more on the B2B side. So I was very excited about that. And that was 2004 and um, had just started with the company. And I was a shareholder for Chutes and Ernie. They're the co-founders of Link Connector. And uh, my husband and I were shareholders of the company that they had built prior to Link Connector. So um, knew Chutes very well. And he was telling us about this new company that he's starting. Uh, an affiliate network. And he tapped on my um, relationship building and um, sales business development. And he tried to recruit me. Um, they have this great marketing or business plan. They have the marketing in place, but then realized, well, we need somebody that can bring in customers that can, you know, be out there um, drumming up business. And yeah. um, looked at the business plan and wow, uh, just I kind of equated it to building the railroad. Like this was amazing. And mm -hmm. back in 2004, um, there weren't that many affiliate networks and Chutes and Ernie have an amazing vision. Um, they did, they still do, but very uh, forward thinking and the problems that they identified and the solutions that they created to help the industry was amazing. And um, so I um, accepted the position in um, a sales director role and within the first month was off to two trade shows, uh, search engine strategies and ad tech and really uh, learning by doing, that's for sure. Did you have any experience with affiliate marketing prior to this? 
I did not. No, no. Um, so, but one, a couple of the commonalities in my career path that I leaned on heavily in my initial role with Link Connector was the uh, relationship building and just building rapport and problem solving, um, helping to use what we have, um, the technologies and stuff to provide solutions, but being able to learn what the problems are to introduce the right solution. So that was definitely something that I uh, leaned on a lot um, to help in bring business into Link Connector and get those relationships established. That's awesome. Now, was it difficult to switch industries? Um, uh, I haven't actually done that yet. So, I, I, or I don't know if yet, but I haven't had to do that. Was that a difficult decision to make to to go from something you you had uh, lots of history in and success in, and and then mm-hmm. take take that into something uh, completely different? It was yes. In fact, at first I um, was resistant and was pushing back because I had just started with an amazing company, um, a new uh, new role for me in my career, and loyalty is important. Like that's um, something very important to me. So I felt you know I just started three months. They put me through this rigorous training program. So yeah, it was um, definitely hard. I weighed out the pros and cons and. the biggest thing, you know, this was something brand new and um, e-commerce at that time, you know, that this was 2004. Yeah. So it was really, really exciting. And I love learning. And this was something so new. And also recognizing too, um, you know, I'm building relationships. This is an opportunity to help others um, improve their business through affiliate marketing and help to introduce that. So uh, yes, it was hard, but, um, I don't regret a thing about it, obviously 16 years later. So, um, and, and then within link connector, uh, we were a startup company and small, um, on the, uh, personnel side. So I've definitely worn many hats throughout my career with link connector, um, which I think has helped a lot to see all angles of, the affiliate marketing relationships. And, and how big was Link Connector when you started? Was it just the three of you? Gosh, how big was it, Jamie? Um, <laughs> I would say about seven, seven, seven That's people. Awesome. Yeah, we had our developers, um, marketing, and um, the biz dev sales side. Yeah, so very, very exciting and an opportunity to come in and um build processes, you know, to start from the ground up. Um, I was given a lot of responsibility right from the get-go, and that certainly helps you to um, get out of your comfort zone, um, stretch, and uh, learn, do research, and ask questions. And that's something that I love about our industry in that it's so open. And I remember even then the information that I can find about, you know, people sharing perspectives and everything uh, was super valuable. Yeah. I, as you tell your story of starting in October of 2004, that w- w- we started JEB uh, within days of that. Um, and I remember, you know, how different it was back then and how different e-commerce was. Uh, what is the biggest change that you've seen since starting in the industry? I think it's the um, the relationship component. Um, 
seeing advertisers recognize the value of that that human connection with the affiliate partner um, that it's yes it's a company yes they might be doing technology but um, being able to have a merchant have a conversation and get to know not just that affiliate company but the the people behind it um, to see those relationships um, build and grow to the point where now the merchant is knowing the affiliate's family, their birthdays, um, exchanging gifts and that kind of thing. So um, really seeing it go from uh, a channel um, to the relationship side and embracing that and the, the lasting relationships of it as well. When you do find that partner, partners that can contribute to see that grow year over year. Um, it's not some, and it, yes, there are absolutely relationships that aren't right, um, but when they are seeing the lasting effect of those partnerships. Yeah, it's definitely, and, and we've said this on almost every podcast episode, it's definitely about relationships and that's that's what makes the channel so different than, than uh, everything else. And we're gonna dive into a bunch of that stuff, but what has what would you give you know now you know JEB Commerce has been doing this for 16 years you've you've been in this industry for, for 16 years uh, for someone who's maybe uh, you know in year four or five of their their career and they're looking to uh, to see what that next step is what what advice would you have given yourself at at that point you know five years in um, or you know what would you you give them as far as uh, their their career. Within the industry, Jamie, like within affiliate marketing or just in general? Yeah, either either or, or both. <laughs> yeah, um, so I think reflecting on what your strengths are and maybe what your weaknesses are, but what your strengths are and what you're passionate about. You know, what do you enjoy and what else can you contribute then with your strengths to grow on your career path and to help your company expand as well. Um, so understanding what your strengths are and your passion and then um, learning. I personally love to learn new things. So asking, you know, what else can, what other areas can my strengths contribute to within the company um, and for your customers as well. That is great. You know, I, I when I grew up, I had mentors who would hammer into me, like make your weaknesses into strengths. And then I had one later on who was like, that's crazy. Uh, you're always going to be weak in this area. It's not your personality. Focus on your strengths and, and find other people to uh, augment and come in and, and add their strengths that are your weaknesses. Uh, and that changed uh, the growth trajectory of our company and also made me a happier individual. Mm. Yeah, um, and just knowing uh, the improvement, you know, um, continue to try improving and sometimes your weaknesses, um, but you still have to do that. So growing, growing that, improving it. Tara, one of the reasons that I wanted to jump on the call, not only I enjoy every conversation that, that we do have, um, 
And we've had some great ones over some phenomenal uh, dinners uh, in that thing that we used to do traveling and yeah. meeting face to face. I vaguely remember that time. Um, I but I wanted to get on uh, this call. A lot of what we talk about, you know, and it's the, the name of the podcast is Profitable Performance Marketing. So we're always talking about things like incrementality and unique ways to, to use technology and to reach new customers and to work with different partners. And so I wanted to bring you on. Link Connector has some really cool technology uh, and features available uh, to advertisers and affiliates. And I wanted you to come on and talk about some of those so that we can dive into some stories. Uh, one that you, um, you know, one thing that we've talked about uh, a lot is, you know, using advanced commission structures and unique ways to commission orders to, to, to really incentivize affiliates to drive the sales uh, customers want. So dive in now into to some of the features that uh, Link Connector provides that are really unique. And, and I know you got some stories to share, and I'm sure I'm going to have a ton of questions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the stories are so powerful, too. That's one thing um, that uh, I have enjoyed is, you know, sharing things with uh, customers, real live stories, so they can really see how this technology yeah. or how this relationship um, can make an impact. But so you mentioned the advanced commission. Um, just one story, one of our uh, merchants, they are in the uh, sports and recreation vertical and been with us for years. And they had a period where they wanted to uh, increase revenue even more so. Um, they had a little bit of a downturn due to uh, two of their affiliates, um, their larger affiliates, no longer performing um, at the same pace. So how can they, so they um, did lean on Link Connector for um, some guidance, but how can they turn that trajectory? How can they um, drive more upward on the revenue side with the program? So we did a couple things, um, and actually our team met with their uh, whole um, executive team, not just the affiliate manager and the uh, marketing director, but the CEO was part of this as well, which is great to get that executive buy-in and just the commitment there and the recognition of how important their affiliate channel is. And one of the areas that we dove into was looking at the affiliate commission structure. Um, this is a merchant that offered tiers um, based on the monthly volume, and they also rewarded affiliate types differently. So for example, the coupon affiliates, they were rewarding at a lesser payout. And we just kind of took a look at the different um, affiliate segments and such, and in running a report, we noticed that through a certain time period, only, or I think it was 80% of the coupon affiliates, um, the orders didn't have a coupon code associated with it. So there was no coupon there, but yet the coupon affiliates, because they're in that segment, were receiving a lesser commission. So we took that data back to the merchant and 
um, made some recommendations. You know, let's look at some of the coupon affiliates and have conversations and see which ones can give you greater exposure, um, which ones can drive um, uh, incrementality, you know, drive more orders with a higher commission. So that strategy worked very, very well. And not only was it Link Connectors, the advanced commissioning structure there, but it was that human element too, where our team had the conversations with affiliates. You know, here's an opportunity. What can you do? What more exposure can you provide? So that um, what we basically did is help to set up their commissioning so that if there wasn't a coupon code, then credit the um, the higher commission amount. And that led to an increase in revenue growth of around 39%. And their initial goal going into it, I believe, was around 24% increase. So not only did the increase happen in revenue, but it also um, exceeded their goal and helped them to look at coupon affiliates differently and recognize that they may not be the closer in the case, you know, the, and they may not have that um, coupon code. So in the case where they don't and the merchant does have the margin to be able to reward the affiliate more, let's do that. Um, and then also with this partner looking at the commission tiers, uh, some of the loyalty partners had been consistently exceeding the higher commission tier each month. So why not reward those loyalty affiliates from sale one with the higher tier? And that also helped to generate more performance from those loyalty affiliates because they were able to right out of the gate know that they were getting um, X percent, um, that they didn't have to get get it in the, um, the various tiers. Loyalty is always a struggle when you try to do tiers, right? They, they want, uh, since they're giving you most of the time some sort of cash back, um, I, I, in my experience, uh, they don't prefer tiers because they don't know. Uh, it's hard for them mm-hmm. to share uh, what they're going to be giving back if uh, they don't know where they are in that, that tier. So that, that totally makes sense. That's super interesting. So they kept the tiers, but you guys were able to commission. Uh, uh, was that in real time if they didn't have a coupon on that order, they got a higher rate? Yes. Yep. In real time. That's fantastic. So, so the assumption then for, you know, for our listeners, you know, uh, you're, if you're listening to this and you're, uh, you're thinking, I don't want a commission high on the coupon sites because they're either discounting. So you're getting lower margin on the sale or they're coming through uh, at the end and, and they're just closing. They're not adding anything to this. You effectively were able to solve that, you know, for the margin issue. Um, and, and so you looked partner by partner and, and really order by order on that level. Exactly. Yes. Yep. And so, okay. So order, order by order, they come through and how drastic of a difference, not drastic, how, how large of a difference between a coupon order uh, and a non-coupon order was the commission rate? Pretty significant, Jamie. It was um, 8% versus 4%. Okay, that's a, that's a big jump. And yep. we definitely see a lot of tactics where, um, you know, people think, well, if I'm going to deal with a coupon site, I don't want to. Uh, 
but I'm going to put all coupons at 1% uh, uh, so that mm-hmm. they stay in the program, but I really don't trust it. So did you find that the attitude internally changed with this added uh, data that they're seeing now? Yes, it definitely did. Yes. And this is a, um, a structure that they continue to have. So it's still in place. But yeah, it, it absolutely did. And it also and, um, you know, this particular merchants and many merchants are strategic about the coupon offers to begin with, but um, recognizing that, you know, it doesn't have to be site wide, um, it could be off the order amount or a product. So really knowing what your margins are. Um, but yeah, it was great to see this story and uh, turn turn it around. You know, um, for a long time, uh, they had this lower commission tier and now come to find out that oftentimes the affiliates don't have the code associated with it. So there is that room to reward the affiliate more and the um, the result of that was the affiliate giving more exposure of the merchant and driving more orders. So a, a great story. Yeah, and definitely one of the things we try to focus on, and it sounds like you guys are of the same uh, on the same page of the same mind, is uh, data driven decisions. Right? Um, we can make emotional decisions on uh, what we think a loyalty. Uh, site will do what we think a cashback, what we think a, 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 a search engine marketing affiliate or coupon affiliate will do. But when we get down to the data, we then really see, uh, you know, what they are doing. Um, and it seems like this uh, provides the data for the the client to say, this is an ideal order. And if it fits this characteristic, then actually commission them on that. Um so that, you know, if affiliates are getting paid to do a certain thing, then uh, they're going to be able to say, well, this is what I'm earning off of that. I'm going to put more marketing budget mm-hmm. uh, to this particular merchant. And your advanced commissioning structure allows that all to happen in real time. Uh, and uh, the, uh, the advertiser to see, to see that data. Is it typical to get uh, a C-level executive on discussions like this, or was this uh, unique for you guys? Not unique, Jamie, and no, it's not typical, but we love when that happens, and we um, we encourage that very often. Um, and as you know, you know, um, changes happen, um, people leave, you know, their advance their careers, um, so we try and know from um, the beginning, you know, establishing the relationship and um, who else is involved in the marketing team. And um, it's not initially, you know, a lot of times it happens after some historical performance. And when an affiliate manager is able to take reports back to show uh, the value and have the recognition then from their executive team, that's amazing. And the conferences, Jamie, like to your point about traveling. Um, but uh, we would encourage um, affiliate managers, you know, bring your boss um, to these conferences. And we have a couple uh, situations where um, some of our merchants did bring their CEO or their um, their boss with them. And that was eye-opening um, for the executive team to see the opportunity. And in fact, one of our merchants um, 
their uh, CM, I think it was the CMO that came to the conference and right away um, came back and uh, reallocated their email marketing budget um, and applied more towards the affiliate side. Let's do this. Like, let's work with these affiliates. So that's great. Um, so it's not typical, but when it does happen, um, those are the types of relationships that we want to further and um, grow even more so. Yeah. And were you surprised to see that 80%, I think that's the number, 80% of the orders coming through coupon sites didn't actually use a coupon. I know. Was the um, advertiser surprised? Yes, yes, they were. Yes, and they have coupon codes, um, so it's not. Although, like I mentioned, you know, being strategic about it, but there's definitely uh, coupon codes that they have. So yes, they were very surprised. And I think you and I talked about this on the myth about coupon sites uh, ebook and research that we mm-hmm. put together that you guys helped out. Uh, a significant amount. The, the real lesson here, you know, there's two things we're talking about. Your guys's awesome technology that allows you to commission on uh, so many different types of things. And in real time, it's so cool. In real t- I wish I had this when I was at Coldwater Creek and I was a department of one uh, in meetings with uh, our very large uh, retail store department, our large business intelligence, and our large catalog department talking about uh, trying to prove the value of the channel. Um, but being able to uh, show that data in real time and and evaluate uh, the quality of the customer uh, and and pay that is, is huge. So we, we are talking about uh, uh, really looking at each individual partner, the, mm-hmm. the actual orders that they're driving, the type of consumers, the behavior that they're being incentivized for, and then the technology added on on top of that. And I, I would say, you know, we do tests and things with our clients uh, on in, in this kind of uh, area, incrementality, margin, profitability. Um, and when we get down to evaluating each partner, almost like a, uh, a taste, a blind taste test, if you take the name out of who they are and you look at the mm-hmm. orders that they're getting and the type of customers, sometimes you're really surprised on the quality that some of these affiliates drive uh, and your decisions are are completely different. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it can happen that the introducer, you know, a content, a blogger, they have a coupon code associated with the order, but yet um, they're not classified as coupons. So um, they, you know, get that higher commission tier. So yeah, it's definitely important to um, look at the data and make decisions from that. Great, great. So I want to be clear to our listeners, their advanced commissioning at Link Connector and, and l- tell me if uh, I got this wrong, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to sell it uh, for <laughs> you now. Let me know if I, this advanced commissioning structure allows you to, to commission on a bunch of different types of orders, including if it had a coupon associated with it or it uh, didn't and commissioning differently. Yes. And that's some, so, and this, what we did for this merchant is a, um, a customization that we did, but certainly it could be applicable for other merchants as well. Um, but what you were describing though, Jamie, we can commission from a product level, um, you know, the SKU. So, um, off of a link for that matter, um, 
so yes, um, a lot of options. It's definitely not one size fits all. And so, you know, one of the other areas that we're, um, you know, is really hot right now, it's been hot for a couple years, uh, have been non-traditional affiliates and influencers. And you guys have some really cool technology uh, that allows, you know, really uh, takes away a lot of the friction in Mm -hmm. working with those type of publishers, them getting the ability to track sales and get paid and the advertisers to incentivize, you know, the right type of behavior. So that's one of the stories you wanted to share today. So uh, tell us more about what this technology is, how it works, and then uh, some of the successes you guys have had with it. Yeah. So on the influencer side, um, these are partners that oftentimes the merchant will recognize, um, and they could be, you know, Instagrammers that are in the merchant's niche that have um, a lot of engagement on specific topics or, you know, the merchant's vertical. And they also could be customers as well of the merchant. So they're non-traditional. And we have a lot of stories around this, but um, Link Connector, we created an affiliate application um, for these types of relationships, recognizing that when a merchant would approach these types of partners, they the partner wasn't familiar with affiliate marketing and uh, would oftentimes be intimidated by just simply starting with the affiliate application. You know, asking for website URL, your um, revenue amount, your your type. So we created a shortened application form for these types of affiliates and um, provided it to the merchant. So it's kind of a private link, but it makes it super simple for one of these types of partners to automatically get approved for the merchant's program. And they don't even have to then access the network interface. Um, The merchant can provide this partner with a a coupon code. So it's coupon code attribution. Um, We call it naked coupon. Um, But it allows this type of partner to be able to expose the merchant to their audiences simply through a coupon code. And our system will track that without any click or any cookie needed. And it just has worked really, really well for merchants that could be in niche verticals, but they see these um, opportunities for exposure of their brand within the um, communities of these non-traditional partners. And they go out and they say, hey, join my program. And it's as simple as filling out this link. And oftentimes we can create it to where a merchant right then can give them the code, um, Jamie10, here's your code and put that in the application. So when you fill out the application, just put in Jamie 10, and our system will dynamically then um, put that code into our system so that when that code comes through the conversion path, uh, give credit to that affiliate. So it's worked really well, and we have some great um, success stories around that. And in fact, we have a couple merchants that utilize their um, Link Connector program exclusively for these types of partners. So they're um, private campaigns and they are all 
um, influencer and um, customer driven. And we have one merchant that um, isn't even a year old. And uh, it's all of the influencers that they have brought in in their vertical to health and wellness. And just looking at some of the data, what was fascinating, A, is that um, all of a sudden, you know, these influencers started applying for the program. But in month one, 90% of the affiliates were converting. Um, so that's pretty, it's incredible to get 90%. Wow. I don't even know hearing that being active, let alone converting. Um, and So 91% of affiliates were converting sales. 90%, yes, in month 90%. one. Yeah. In month one. The full oh, month. Wow. Yes. Yep. Full month one. Wow. And so, so if our listeners are, you know, if they've been reaching out to influencers and trying to get those in, one of the big steps is now we have to sell and, and our team does this too. Now we have to sell that particular individual on affiliate marketing. We have to educate them on how to create an account at a network, how to go in and grab a link uh, and how to post that link and how tracking works, right? And so every explanation is a, a, a possible step where they get out of the process and tell us to take a hike. So <laughs> you guys have shortened that down dramatically and they don't have to get a link and it's leading to, uh, to higher adoption, quicker, faster adoption for, for these non-affiliate affiliates. Uh, and revenue more quickly. Yes. Yep. And it's from feedback from um, our merchants and from the affiliates. So yeah, it it's nice to be able to help them seamlessly get these relationships uh, created and driving um, conversions for them. And, and and it depends. You know, sometimes there might be merchants. Um, that may value not only the conversion, but maybe they value the social uh, recognition of their brand as well. So, um, you know, we have other merchants that may uh, set up tiers for these influencers. And by tiers, Jamie, I mean like um, buckets, like right away, the merchant recognizes that, well, because they're this more engaging, or maybe the Instagrammer has um, more followers, then we're going to put them in this um, uh, bucket A, and then bucket B might be less. So it's different commission amounts. Um, but the great thing is that the merchant is valuing what the contribution is from that affiliate partner. It doesn't always have to be the conversion, but maybe it's the social followers. So we have some merchants that have shared with us, you know, they did this promotion um, with an Instagrammer and within three days, the merchant noticed that their social following and that their engagement has had increased. So that's kind of interesting that it's not always tied to the revenue, um, but there's different different things that the merchant values. So being able to uh, reward those types of partners accordingly is great. Yeah. And it seems that this type of technology opens you up to uh, a whole slew of different type of partnerships that are maybe not even offline. Um, if for any of our listeners, you probably heard me talk about our pod or our horses in the mm. past. So we're, we're a big horse family and we, uh, we manage a client called smart pack. And one of the things we did with them, but we had to do, uh, this was many years ago. We had to do this all on our own is, um, uh, uh, 
horse people tend to follow a, a trainer or a clinician or a, a, a teacher. And uh, if they say, hey, I use this for my horse, people run out and buy it. Uh, I am one of those people. I've bought many mm-hmm. stuff that I don't use anymore that way. But what we were able to do is uh, use a similar type of technology that we uh, did a one-off for with the client where uh, that trainer who would never be an affiliate, doesn't have a website, maybe they're on Facebook, but they're able to put the uh, the code, the coupon code uh, on their trailer. They're able to mention it, uh, you know, on their microphone uh, and mm-hmm. get credit for that. So, so now... If, if you're really looking for incremental sales and new customers, a technology like what you guys have with Naked Coupons allows you to go into all sorts of different relationships uh, and, uh, and, excuse me, incentivize those partners and allow them to, to earn extra money. We, we uh, had a lot of success with that and had a lot of horse trainers earning money on sales of products that they didn't create themselves. And that created a really... Uh, tight uh, and and passionate group of uh, brand ambassadors, knowing mm-hmm. that they're 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 making money off of that as well. Yeah, no, exactly. That's great. I was just speaking with somebody yesterday, Jamie, that um, was considering getting started in the equestrian space, and he said he was like, I know that that's um, you know likely not going to be you know not a lot of people are. Um, looking for that type of uh, vertical and stuff. But I said, are you kidding? It's a great niche. Um, so yeah, very interesting. And I can attest to they spend a ton of money. Yeah, that's what he <laughs> said that too. Yeah, yep. There's not many things you can, or many other hobbies you can get into that'll make you as broke as uh, horses. <laughs> uh, maybe car racing, I don't know. Um, so how <laughs> is it very hard to integrate a technology like this on the merchant's end? No, no. The coupon code, Jamie, just uh, needs to be present. Um, Occasionally, there's some merchants that uh, don't have that ability. So um, that is definitely a requirement. But uh, nope, Um, the code, Link Connectors tracking code takes that into consideration. And that's a um, parameter with the coupon value that gets passed through. and And so the advertiser has to be able to pass that coupon code through in the uh in the tracking yes yep and that's part of link connectors code yes and then that uh coupon code is also then available within the reports so the merchant um can analyze that too you know which codes are converting um for which affiliates and it's great on this influencer side too for the affiliate um so looking at the other side on the reporting aspect and it's all in real time so there are some um, Instagrammers that may also tout that code. It could be offline. It could be on their blog. But knowing based on the code um, which channel that came from on the affiliate side. So it gives them um, some great insight to know uh, which of their social channels is converting based upon that coupon code. Yeah, that's awesome. So now they, the, the influencer can track that uh that as well. Now, one of my staff did have a question in that, if I can ask. Um, They had a question on, uh, is there a way to prevent other 
uh, affiliates from using that coupon. So they phrased it as, you know, how do you prevent fraud within the, the naked coupons? Uh, but mm-hmm. is there a way, you know, can if uh, affiliate A, if, if I have Jamie 10 mm-hmm. and uh, then can someone else get that uh, if it's leaked to one of the other sites? Yes, that can happen. Yes. Um, in the case where the code may go viral. Um, yes, because when that code comes through, credit goes to the influencer. Um, and we as a network do have close relationships with many of the coupon sites. So it's not uncommon that our team may notice that this is not your code. Um, you know, you're not getting credit for this. Um, so having that communication and then, you know, as soon as a coupon affiliate recognizes that, that they're not getting credit, um, that's incentive for them to, to remove that. So it has happened, Jamie. Um, yeah. And we just try and communicate that to the affiliate that may think that because this code is on there, that they're getting credit, but they're not. Yeah, and the affiliate sees those orders, right? That hey, these orders came through, but you're not getting credit because they're not right. your coupon. Right. So there's some protection on that end for, uh, you know, we're always talking to our clients about uh, channel fidelity, you know, so making sure that uh, the orders coming through the affiliate channel are actually affiliate channel orders and also by partners, especially if you're you're creating a coupon for one influencer, you want to make sure that uh, that what's happening with that coupon is and what's being shown in the reports is is accurate uh, and and that the other affiliates aren't aren't using it as well and getting getting credit. You want to incentivize that affiliate correctly. Um, these are great technologies. And in general, both of the advanced commissioning and the naked coupons, those those are integrated in your your typical integration. Uh, with Link Connector? Yes, the Naked Coupon is, yep. The advanced commissioning, some components of that are based on the account level within Link Connector, Um, but the Naked Coupon is available for all merchants, yes. Gotcha. And we are all about custom solutions too, Jamie. So, And that's where um, a lot of our technologies um, stem from is feedback from Uh, our customers and recognizing a need for a different way to do things. So oftentimes when we do a custom solution, is this something that could be beneficial for others? And if so, let's um, make that available. So that's, um, yeah, we're very flexible in that regard. Yeah, that's great. I know uh, in talking with with you and Chutes uh, and Ernie, a lot of the developments that you guys have uh, have released come from an advertiser or an affiliate saying, "Hey, can we can we do this?" Uh, and then testing it out and and pushing it out. It's one of the I think the the great benefits of working with you guys. Um, so so yeah, you know, Tara, yeah. thank you so much. I think you know as we're pushing into Q four and and advertisers are looking into next year and and what in the world is uh, all this going to look like six <laughs> months from now let, let alone uh, uh, a year from now one thing that I do know that uh, the conversations we're having is everyone wants to get to a place where they're making better decisions uh, on data uh, in regards to their affiliates so they're able to actually have net growth 
uh, in their program and in their company as well. And a huge part of that is uh, technology. Uh, and you touched on two really great things, you know, empowering non-traditional affiliates, which is a huge sector that our advertisers want to go after, making that available and also commissioning uh, you know, in new and unique ways that incentivizes the right type of behavior, the right type of customer. Uh, and we're really excited to be working with you guys. Uh, and I can't thank you enough for sharing all these, uh, these things on our podcast today. Absolutely. Yeah. And that is the great thing too, you know, just on the non-traditional affiliates, just oftentimes those are the partners that can really be right there in front of your customer audience connecting with the customer. So um, being able to now pull that in within your affiliate channel is great, very valuable. Yeah. So Tara, if someone's listening to this and they want to find out more about Naked Coupons, about your Link Connectors Advance uh, commission structure and capabilities there, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out? Email is a great way, and it's my first name, dot last name, at linkconnector.com. So tara.mccommons at linkconnector.com. And always um, through LinkedIn as well, and directly from Link Connector site also. Outstanding. So we will include all of those in the show notes as well. Uh, and Tara, thank you so much. It's always a great conversation, always a great time when we get to spend a little bit of our week together. Uh, and yeah, just thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for uh, joining me today and really diving in to some of the great technologies that Link Connector has. So for our listeners, want to highlight these things again for you. And if you are an advertiser and you are concerned about growing your channel diversification, if you're looking to get more influencers and non-traditional affiliates into your program, you definitely want to be sure that you have the tools available to make that happen. So the naked coupons that uh, Tara talked about is definitely something you want to have on your radar and be able to utilize if you're going after that group of affiliates. Now, I know there are a bunch of really unique ways that you can use that technology. Uh, I shared one that we've used in the past with horse trainers non-traditional and they weren't even online affiliates that worked really really well and we also talked about the importance of commissioning correctly and the technology available for advanced commissioning i really want to highlight that of how important it is to make data-driven decisions with your affiliate channel and what uh, in a case study that tara mentioned and highlighted here of being able to reward for the right type of sale it's so important to have that data available, but then the technology to reward that behavior. And in this example, uh, to, to remind you, was uh, being able to reward a higher commission if an order through a coupon affiliate came through without an order. Now, the idea is it didn't come through with a coupon, so you have a higher margin. That is one of the characteristics that advertiser identified as a, a key trait of a ideal affiliate order is that they came in and it was full margin. So you wanna incentivize your partners to drive the type of sales that you're looking for, full margin sales, 
were what that advertiser wanted, using that technology to be able to track a full margin order, be able to commission in real time so the affiliate knows what they're getting and they can relate that to their marketing that they're doing. All data-driven decisions, that particular advertiser may have missed out on a 39% growth rate uh, because they didn't want to originally work with coupon affiliates. So definitely some really great technology uh, with Link Connector that we want to highlight. And if you do want to get in touch with her, look in the show notes as well. Now, I do want to highlight jebcommerce.com slash value. If you want to see real numbers, real data uh, from across several different networks on how coupon affiliates are behaving uh, and what type of uh, sales they're driving and the metrics that they're uh, providing, definitely look at that. That report is pretty comprehensive. Multiple networks were involved and provided value. Even uh, large studies produced by Google, we grabbed that information as well. So if you're running a program, if you're concerned about coupon affiliates, I definitely recommend you go to jbcommerce.com slash value. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast and found value in this podcast episode, please share it socially with your friends. Send it to someone who you think would really benefit from hearing about this technology. And if you like the podcast, please go to your podcast player, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and give us a five-star recommendation. We'd really appreciate that. And if you need help with your affiliate program, figuring out what technology is right for you, how to manage your different segments of affiliates, how to even get more influencer and content in those top of funnel affiliates. You can set up time with me in two ways. You can email me at gethelp at jebcommerce.com or you can just go to calendly.com slash Jamie Birch and set up 15 minutes or 30 minutes, even an hour with me. No obligation. Both of those are totally free. Would love to go over your problems and concerns uh, and help you address those things you're looking to address in your affiliate program. I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you very much.